BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. All right, news roundup information, overload hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number. We'll get to your calls coming up this hour. Uh, if you haven't heard, Mitch McConnell announcing that he is stepping down as the Republican leader in the Senate in November after the elections. Here's part of his announcement. One of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter. So I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. However, I'll complete my job. My colleagues have given me until we select a new leader in November and they take the helm next January. I'll finish the job the people of Kentucky hired me to do as well. I'll be it from a different seat. And I'm actually looking forward to that. All right. Joining us now to discuss this and many other issues, uh, his fellow Kentucky senator. And that is Rand Paul's back with us. Uh, senator, a doctor, medical doctor, Rand Paul, sir. Glad you're with us. How are you? Very good, Sean. Thanks for having me. Look, I've always observed that I, I think you're two very, very different people. I think you have a, a very different set of uh, a very different political ideology. Yet in the years that you've been in the Senate and Mitch McConnell's been the leader, you've been able to have a, a I think, healthy and strong relationship with him uh, and disagree with him, frankly, often. And, and there seems to be no hostility. Maybe I'm wrong, but what's your reaction to this? You know, I think it's the safe. It's quite safe to say that we've had our differences over the years from 
the very beginning. You know, when I ran, he supported uh, my opponent in the primary. And so we've come from different wings of the party. But, yeah, we've had a a, a, uh, sort of a detente, I guess is the best way to put it, over the years. And, you know, my comment today has been that I compliment him for his longevity and his tenure. And there are still battles that are, are ongoing between his part of the party and my part of the party. I think we don't have the money to be sending money overseas, particularly to Ukraine at this point. I think that our debt is actually the greatest uh, threat to our national security, and we can't be just you know printing up money like it's going out of style. So I've disagreed with him on that, and we'll continue to push within our caucus for people who are, you know, wanting to take care of our border first and frankly would secure our border before we start sending money overseas. I tend to agree with you completely. Uh, There was a meeting yesterday at the White House. The Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, was in this meeting with Biden and Schumer and McConnell. And according to reports, all three of them ganged up on him and basically said to him, you've got to abandon your your conservative base in the house and and we can't have a government shutdown which is always the quote fear and uh he felt uh, from reports it sounds like he got beaten up pretty bad in there i'm, I'm kind of disappointed that mcconnell joined in with schumer and biden yeah on this issue you would hope that the senate republican leader would side with the senate or with the house republican speaker and instead it is really that uh unfortunately senator mcconnell is more aligned with biden and with schumer on the issue of uh you know getting more money out the door as fast as they can the more money we give them the longer the war lasts actually the worse ukraine looks over time the longer this war goes on and so i think there is going to have to be some kind of negotiated settlement zelensky got rid of their commander-in-chief a week or two ago because he said the same thing that the war was at a stalemate well the war's been at a stalemate in part i would argue because joe biden has put handcuffs on zelensky from the beginning one emerging I guess, narrative or solution, if you will, has been the idea of lending money to Ukraine and and Israel as opposed to giving them money. Do you have any faith if that happened, that the money would ever be paid back? No, I don't think Ukraine's going to have assets to pay back anything for the near future. So it might be uh, giving it away under a different name. But the bottom line is this, is that one of the answers to so many of the problems of so many countries where they have differing parties. So part of eastern Ukraine has uh, ethnically Russian people, and some of the cities are ruled probably by a majority of people who actually want Russian ethnic uh, rulers as mayors of their towns. And so I think when you have that, the more autonomy you give to local towns, same as you have in Iraq, where you have the Kurdish population that is an uneasy part of the coalition with the Shia government of uh, Iraq, Allowing the Kurds autonomy allows them to, to control some of the oil revenues and things has allowed there to be somewhat of a peace in Iraq. It's the same way in Ukraine or any of these countries that have disparate people, ethnically disparate people, that one way of allowing them to get along is not to force them to all be part of one massive big central government, have a small central government, allow regional government that has its ethnic uh, sort of origins to take place. And people feel more at home if they're ruled by mayor that they've chosen rather than a president who's from the opposite ethnic group. What did you think of Macron's proposal that Europe and European nations, which I would also backtrack and argue have not stepped up and paid their fair share? As usual, the United States bears the bulk of the, the financing of these conflicts. 
which always irritates me. I mean, it's their continent. It's their backyard. They should have been leading the effort from day one. That was never the case. Maybe they see now that money coming from the U.S. uh, may not be as easy as it had been. But he talked about actually sending troops into Ukraine and and from other European countries. What would your reaction to that be? Well, if I were a European, I'd be concerned about having European troops in there because I think the war could send spread. Many of people have made this argument, oh, if we don't check him in Ukraine, the dominoes will fall and he'll be invading, you know, into Poland next. I think the opposite is true, actually. I think uh, Putin has, from most military uh, viewpoints, has strategically been a failure, the war. The whole world's united against him. He's stuck in a part of Ukraine, he can't seem to move. I don't see him going into any other country, but I do see if Europe were to come in, that he might look for a weakness in another small country, perhaps the Baltics, to invade. And so I think the war could very quickly spread and become more. I think ultimately the answer is is that um, someone's got to broker uh, negotiations. And there are negotiations that end up occurring between warring parties where they never come to an agreement, but they do come to a peace. Yeah, Korea is probably the best example of that, where they're still bitterly opposed. It's a bitterly divided country, and both countries claim the whole country. North Korea claims they have the whole peninsula. South Korea claims ownership of the whole peninsula, and they sit at this uneasy peace, but it's an uneasy peace that's lasted 70 years now. And, uh, you know, if you do, you can live to fight another day or you live like Germany did to hope that in the end socialism collapsed. And when it did, Germany reunified and became incredibly strong in Europe. The hope would be that uh, one day the, the sort of cronyism of Putin will fail and Ukraine will, will reunite again. But I don't think it's going to happen militarily. The number one state sponsor of terror is Iran, according to the U.N.'s, quote, nuclear watchdog group, the IAEA. They have now concluded that Iran has the capacity to build, quote, several atomic bombs. And uh, why does that cause great consternation, concern in my mind? Uh, I think if you marry the sick, ugly, twisted ideology of the mullahs in Iran, with weapons of mass destruction, why do I believe believe them when they say they want to wipe Israel and the U.S. off the map? Yeah, I think without question all that's true. Without question, any sane-minded person doesn't want them to have nuclear weapons. But it's also true that once they have uh, enriched uranium, say to 95, 98 percent, what it takes to have weapons, that there is no military solution at that point, because to make an atomic weapon may take like a cup full of uranium. It may be even smaller than that to make a bomb. It's a very small amount once it's uh, almost 100% enriched. And so you can hide that in dozens and dozens of places. So it becomes almost impossible to bomb away someone's nuclear program once they have the, the technology, the skill, the centrifuges. And this is the disappointing thing that has happened is is that you know, as bad as the Iran agreement, uh, you know, gave away too much without asking for verification, uh, they were enriching U.S. uranium under the agreement. Once the agreement was uh, breached by the U.S., Trump put on the maximum pressure campaign. As much as people wanted it to work and were sympathetic to it, it actually led to Iran getting closer and closer to the enrichment necessary for a bomb, and that's where we are now. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And 
producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. 
Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. All right, we continue now with Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, who is with us. Let's get your assessment of the 2024 presidential race. Obviously, Joe Biden has a lot of issues. Uh, I don't think he can run on his record or, or are you better off than you were four years ago and successfully convince anybody that we are. Uh, his cognitive state has declined dramatically, in my view, especially in the last year. I think it's obvious for anybody with eyes to see. And you've got Donald Trump now. It looks like he will wrap up this nomination probably, you know, a week from yesterday uh, on Super Tuesday. Uh, How do you see this race going forward? And especially with all of the potential uh, trials that that the left would like to dump on Donald Trump during the election season. How do you see that unfolding? I think the left miscalculated sort of their anger and hatred for Trump, their Trump derangement syndrome caused them to think that we'll just sick all of these local Democrat uh, strongholds, sick the law people onto lawfare, we'll sue him everywhere. But I think the lawsuits have looked so partisan and, and so beyond the pale of justice that it's embittering people, even in the middle, who are saying, you know, even as Trump said, people who have sometimes been abused by the legal system themselves or been involved with it see a kinship now with Trump, who's being abused by the system the same way some poor people have been. Well, he said that about African-Americans, and we've heard for years about d- disparate sentencing in, in our court system and longer prison sentences for Uh, minorities in this country and he made the analogy and boy the the r word came flying out of pretty much everybody's mouth including the head of abc news i think the reason they did is because it struck a nerve because he talked about something look i've been active in the criminal justice movement i was active in lobbying trump to get the first step act i do think that particularly for drug crimes there's been a disproportionate amount of african americans affected by the drug war and I've done everything I can to try to get nonviolent uh, drug people who have had 30 and 40 year sentences out. I've celebrated, uh, like Trump, some of the, the successes of pardoning some of these people who were in jail for 40 years. Uh, some of the disparate sentencing between uh, crack cocaine and powder cocaine. They're both bad, they're both awful. But more African-Americans were using uh, crack cocaine at one point in time, and they got a lot longer sentences. So I've tried hard to fix that. And I think Trump making a point, um, having been one of the reformers, making the point that, uh, you know, he's being treated unfairly and he is sympathetic to the plight of, of blacks who have been treated unfairly. I think it resonated. That's why when anything resonates or you mention anything about race, if you're a Republican, you're just called a racist. But we have to be brave enough to stand up for it. And like I say, I've got a 10-year history of standing up for people who I think were unfairly treated, nonviolent criminals who were unfairly treated by the, by, the, by the court system. But I think he's got a real point. But the other point I've been making in speeches, and I think this is with, without question true, is that one of the worst times in our country, which almost led and did lead to some civil strife, was when people weren't treated equally under the law, when people who are black in the 40s, 50s, 30s, 20s, all back, you know, the last 70 or 80 years ago, were all were not treated fairly because of the color of their skin. We've now transformed, though, to a new culture where people are not being treated fairly because of the shade of their ideology. If you're a homeschooler, if you don't want to vaccinate your kids, if you're a Christian, if you're pro-life, if you're a Republican, if you're pro-Trump, you're being treated with a different standard of justice. And they see Trump being seated treated with a a different standard of justice. And people don't like unfairness. 
but it leads to strife. If people who support Donald Trump don't believe they're going to get a fair shake in court, it's going to lead to real problems in our country. And so I'm doing everything possible to make sure that everybody talks about that equal justice under the law means equal justice, whether you're Republican, Democrat, Christian, non-Christian, conservative, liberal. You need to be, we need to be treated the same by the law. Oh, I tend to agree with you. Uh, do you think, if you had to look into your crystal ball, how do you see this election year playing out? So far, all the winds seem to be blowing in favor of, of Trump, in favor of a Republican Senate, in favor of keeping a Republican House. But you can't predict how things turn out in the end. It's a very closely divided country. But you have polling from, like, Michigan that we've lost the last couple times. But when we win Michigan to a presidential race, we tend to win. Uh, and you have Trump polling at eight points in Michigan. So I think that the winds are blowing our direction. Um, but the thing is, is that we do need to expand the party. Um, I've been as harsh as any saying that we got to stop the flow of illegals coming across. I would say zero illegals coming across. But I also say at the same time that I'm all for legal and lawful immigration. Some of my best friends are first-generation Americans. And I always say, and I believe this, some of the best Americans just got here. And if we don't acknowledge that, we're never getting them to consider. I I say exactly the same thing. I don't think you could be any more correct. Uh, Senator Rand Paul, by the way, if you've not read his book, Deception, the great COVID uh, cover-up, you really need to get a copy of it. It is probably the most detailed book on on covid and and the absolute fraud that was perpetrated on the country in so many different ways exhaustively researched by senator paul uh we appreciate you being with us senator uh thank you for your good work and uh thanks for being with us thanks john all right let's get to our busy phones let us say hi to michelle is in texas next on the sean hannity show hey michelle how are you I'm fine, Sean. Thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. So, uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a longtime fan. I actually had an opportunity to meet you one time um, several years ago here in Texas with uh, Uncle Ted. <laughs> oh, is that right? Well, I'm going to be down in Texas uh, come Thursday. That would be tomorrow. I'm going to be down there with President Trump. Joe Biden, we've invited. He's not going to join us. I don't know why. I really tried. I gave him a nice invitation and everything. Maybe if I send an engraved one with gold from Russia, maybe then he'd come. Maybe. Maybe so. So, no, uh, the reason uh, for my call is that uh, with the Biden inflation and Bidenomics and all that jazz and everybody, you know, it's such a joke because... We all know going to the grocery store, we're having to pay three times the amount we had to pay three years ago to even get out out the door. And it's the highest we're paying since 1991 food as a percentage of people's income. Unbelievable. People can't afford it. My husband was 21 years military, and we were, I remember the late 80s, early 90s, four children, and we were... I, I, this is, I feels like I'm back in that time trying and, and, you know, I'm 61 now, but it's like, I'm right back in that time scraping to make ends meet. And yet I keep saying, Oh, well, everything's fine. Everything's good. And it's, you can't see this and that yada, yada. But every night on the news, I talk about these food banks and people having to wait in line to get food. And, uh, you know, we've just, you know, uh, Tarrant County just opened up uh, a new um, facility, a larger facility, so that they can bring in 
fresh fruits and vegetables and other things to add to their food bank for people who need to stand in line to get food. I got to tell you, and I don't say this to pat myself on the back, and I I believe that any generosity and any charity you should do privately. I don't uh, I don't think you should seek credit for it. Um, but um, the only reason I mention it is I, when I lived in New York, uh, you might have heard I moved. When I, but when I lived there, and I lived in a town where I would say it's maybe you know middle class to upper middle class, and I had friends of mine that were part of the food bank in town, and they they were it would open one day a week. And the line of cars was massive. And I, and I said to them often, I said, well, if you ever run into trouble, you're running out, just call me, you know, when you're stuck and I'll always be there. And there were a number of times they called, they were stuck. They needed money to, to fulfill a need that had not existed before Joe Biden became president. And, and then there were people that would show up. I, I went down there once. I didn't actually go in and, and hand out the food. I don't like to make a spectacle of myself. I just, I live a pretty private, quiet life. And I went down there, and, and it's, a lot of the people are nice cars. You might think, well, well, well that's outrageous. Look at this guy's driving a, a really nice car. Why is he going there? Because, well, people have mortgage payments, rent payments. Exactly. They have college tuition payments. They, they've got all these bills, and it's not so easy to even sell a car. And, and the car probably for most people is their mode of transportation so they can work. And and yet they were they didn't want to go to a food bank for their food. They didn't have a choice. They went there. You know, thing we're seeing here in the DFW. I mean, through the holidays on almost nightly on the news, the the line of cars and and nice cars at that, you know, over in Dallas, picking up turkeys and and a, a box for their Thanksgiving dinner or for their Christmas meal. And I'm like. This is outrageous because Bidenomics is a joke. You know, well, the shrinkflation is a joke. I bought the he he, he caused shrinkflation. He caused that Biden inflation caused shrinkflation. You notice they want to blame everybody but themselves. Big oil, big corporations, big big yep. this, big that. You know, greedy corporations. I I'm tired of all of it. No, it's your economic policies that have caused all of this. Your energy policies caused the price of energy to, you know, rocket through the roof. And everything we pay for and every store we go to was impacted by Joe inflation. Now, quietly, they have been, I guess, maybe trying to keep it from the climate alarmist religious cult. All of a sudden now they're realizing an election is coming up. And in 22, they just started releasing you know, half plus more than half of our strategic petroleum reserves to drive down the cost of, of energy in the lead up to an election. Now they're just now they're actually producing more. And and it's frustrating because it's all a mirage because the minute the, the election is over, if they win, they're going right back to their climate alarmist, religious cult policies, and they'll give in to the radicals in their party. We all know that's what's going to happen. And it's frustrating that, you know, they're not responsible for the border, really. The border that they said was was closed and secure for three years. Now they're saying it's the Republicans' fault. I'll show you differently. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Joe does get more in, done in an hour than most Americans do in a day. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yes, I'm sure you do. He's sitting in your rocking chair eating ice cream. By the way, I would love to let Joe Biden if he doesn't want to come on with me. I'm offering Joe Biden an opportunity to fill in on this radio show. 
You think he'd be capable of doing a three-hour radio show? I don't think so. Not, no, sir. Not a clue. Not, no, he would not. He would not. You ever go to Walmart and Target? I love this example I use. And you ever meet those very nice people, the, the greeters, when you walk in the door? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. All right. And, and usually they're older people that either want extra income or they're kind of bored and, and they like helping people. Nicest people in the world. And I'm the kind of shopper that walks in. I'm like, all right, where is the electronics department? Where is the shoe department? Where's this? And they always, I say, can they'll say, can I help you? And I said, yeah, please. Uh, can you show me where the, whatchamacallit department is? And they say, yeah, that's right over there. Go down that aisle, make a left and you'll be right there. I'm like, thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate it. They're very helpful. I don't think Joe could be a greeter because he'd never remember where all the different departments are. Those stores are pretty big. I can tell you that I've seen it since when he started running because I worked for a home care agency. I managed a home care agency for a few years, and I could see it in 2015 that he was headed toward the dementia state, and that's where he's at. He now lives in the state of dementia, and people refuse to see it or even acknowledge it. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people, I don't think they're even in denial. I think they know darn well, darn well what is going on here. Yep. And I think that they have been, you know, they do their typical dance and they just try to cover like they covered for Hillary. You know, she gets special treatment. No reasonable prosecutor or prosecute. Joe be- Biden, no. you know, fi- you know, four different locations, top secret classified documents. But we only raid Mar-a-Lago. That doesn't sound like equal justice under the law to me. Sounds like corruption. Anyway, Michelle, I wish you the best. We love our friends in the free state of Texas. Thank you for checking in with us. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. You too. Have a great day. Uh, all right. John in Kentucky wants to talk about Mitch McConnell. What's up, John? How are you? It is an honor, sir. Uh, it's all mine. What's on your mind today? Well, as a Kentuckian, uh, our motto is united we stand, divided we fall. And uh, well, I understand uh, one of our Kentuckians, Mitch McConnell, is leaving, and I am uh, bidding him farewell and hope he does uh, well from here on out to the finish line. But I can't imagine walking the tightrope that man has walked for so long. And I, I have a tendency to agree with Senator Paul about him in certain cases, but uh, to say I hope he does well. Well, it's just look, I've been more I've been disappointed in Mitch McConnell a lot. Uh, I think the time has long since come and gone, and I, I'm not sure why he's waiting to November. Um, it is what it is. I'm not sure. I mean, we do have different factions within the Republican Party. You have a, a party institutionalists of which or establishment uh, members of the party like Mitch and others. And then you have people that want the Republican Party to fight and stand for principles. And I don't think there's been too many times over the years that that has not happened under his leadership. And I found that part disappointing. And if the story that we heard from yesterday is true, that Mitch joined with Schumer and Biden and tried to beat up Mike Johnson on the issue of, oh, the the ever so dangerous government shutdown. A government shutdown is not as dangerous as they portray it. Essential services continue. 
You know, older people get their Social Security checks. Medicare continues. Uh, we pay our veterans. We pay our active military. Uh, and then usually the people that end up getting furloughed end up getting paid, uh, get a paid vacation at the end because they get back pay. That's what usually ends up happening. But we better get a hold of our of fiscal responsibility. We better do it in short order because it's now running away to the point where we're spending more on interest than we are on national defense. And they have they have both parties, you know, they have done this to us and we've allowed it to happen where we need to be better than that. Anyway, appreciate the call. Love our friends in Kentucky. Uh, let us say hi to Mike in New Jersey. What's up, Mike? How you doing? What's going on in Jersey? Sean, how you doing? Mike, uh, nice to speak to you finally. Uh, oh, nice to talk to you. What's going on? Somebody mentioned the um, uh, FISA court. Why wouldn't the FISA court go after anybody for being lied to? Good, good question. There's no answer for that. And, and if I was a FISA court judge and they put out information that turned out to be false because the bulk of information was based on, quote, that other trusted FBI source named Christopher Steele, and it turned out to be garbage, and it was exactly what Bruce Orr warned about in August of 2016. It was a political document bought and paid for by Hillary Clinton, and she hired, used a law firm to funnel money to an op research firm that hired Christopher Steele, and it's been a debunked dossier, but that was the foundation of four separate FISA applications, and only you know three years after the fact did we get the people that signed off on those warrants to say, well, knowing what we know now, we never would have done it. But this was another trusted FBI informant. You know, Charles Grassley actually said, as it relates to the FBI and the 1023 form, which is only a small part of the Biden family syndicate story, it doesn't negate most of the other facts that we know in the case. But he said the FBI is consistently and publicly vouch for their source. He said then the other week, the Biden Justice Department made their sources name public for the world to see. This is with the 1023 form. But it was but it, but it actually was the FBI director. Oh, yeah. No, this is a long term uh, uh, trusted, well trusted FBI source. Well, how do they keep getting it wrong? Because it's impacting our presidential politics. They can't make mistakes like that. We can't have people that are not credible that the FBI is using as informants and paying as informants. We can't have that. I have one other question for you. Yeah. Um, we all had free vaccination and free testing and everything else was free, but somehow or another, big farmers got their, their profits are thousands percentage instead of a hundred percent. And, and people actually fall for it, that this is a free. Wasn't free. The government paid for it. The government told you that if you got the shot, the jab, that you would never get COVID. That turned out not to be true. If you got the shot, you would not infect other people. That was not true. So much of what they said, the largest COVID study ever done uh, post uh, as it relates to the vaccine, it shows that, yeah, there are significant side effects for many people. You know, and I can tell you anecdotally, I've seen it myself. And yet they didn't warn anybody. This was all uh, this was all emergency authorization stuff. Even the founder of the MRNA technology said he would never have given it to the vast majority of the population. The only people he might have allowed the technology to be used on because it wasn't perfected would be the elderly population that were disproportionately really impacted by COVID. Why were we vaccinating young kids going to school? It was insane.
Why do we shut down society? That was insane, too. They didn't do it in Florida. Kids were back in in person learning in August of 2020. Uh, appreciate the call, my friend. Mike in New Jersey, 800-941-SEAN is our number. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. We have committee chairmen's. Uh, James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith on Hunter's appearance on Capitol Hill. We have Speaker of the House, Ron Johnson, will join us. Also, Sarah Carter, Lindsey Graham, Tommy Laren, Ronnie Jackson. Set your DVR, 9 Eastern tonight. Hannity on Fox News. You'll never get from the mob and the media. 9 Eastern. See you tonight. Thank you for making this show possible. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.